Wait a minute, I hear something. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Dr. Movie, where I talk about movies while driving my car while you listen to me talk about the movies. It's kind of how these things work, right? It's the whole reason you check in. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe you go, look at that guy. Look at that guy over there. And then you leave the show and go check out something that's better. Anywho, glad you're here. Glad you're checking it out. Uh, obviously, if you clicked on this, you might know something about this movie. This is a first time watch for me. Um, it is called, from where I watched it, The House on Straw Hill. And uh, had it in my queue on Tubi. And when you look this thing up, man, it's got like four or five different names. Uh, another name is Expose. Uh, it's called Trauma. It's got a lot of different names. But uh, in the U.S., it's House on Straw Hill, which is actually said in the movie. Uh, it is a horror thriller from 1976. It's a UK flick and directed by, I'm just assuming, some guy in a sleazy suit smoking a cigar going, yep, close up on the boobies. Because uh, it's that kind of film, folks. Let's see, it's uh, James Kenham Clark is the director. And yeah, I'm right. <laughs> He's the guy that gave us uh, Hardcore. He gave us uh, Vampires. You know, the 1975, you know, erotica flick vampires. Uh, yeah, he's got uh, quite a few on here that, uh, yeah, some sleazy stuff, right? So, I wasn't far off without even looking. It's funny how you can figure these things out, right? Um, it says, for a synopsis... It says it's a, a video nasty cult classic. Totally agree with that. A writer is haunted by the murder he committed in order to steal a manuscript leading to the graphically violent and sexually explicit tale of depravity. And you know what? That is a pretty good synopsis that doesn't really, you know, go crazy like the last one we just had. Yeah, it's pretty straightforward. Like I said, released in March of 76. What kind of... It's got a 4.5 out of 10. It doesn't have a wide watch on here. I'm, I'm disappointed. Some of these films that are kind of seedy, I guess, don't don't uh, grab that kind of appeal. There's a lot of reasons to watch it. matters what side of the fence you're on. Um, but as far as a cast, we got Udo Kier, folks. I mean, f strangely enough, I couldn't even tell by the cover that it was Udo. But come on, iconic Udo Kier, right? I mean, Flesh for Frankenstein, uh, Takes Blood of, or Blood of Dracula, is that the right one? Yeah, Blood for Dracula. Uh, I mean, Suspiria, I mean, the, the guy's in everything, right? Um, even newer stuff, well, up to a certain point. <laughs> so, yeah, you can you really go wrong with Udo Kier, right? And I tell you, man, He's pretty suave in this movie, man. The, he's got the hairdo going on. It's looking good. So, uh, we got uh, Linda Hayden in this, who is, uh, you know, 
known for doing some some seedy stuff herself. Uh, she's in The Blood on Satan's Claw, which I love. Great movie. I need to cover that one sometime. Uh, she's in Taste the Blood of Dracula. I think that's why I got confused when I was saying the, the Udo Kier one. I almost got them confused. Um, she was in Madhouse, which is another movie that I love. So she she's kind of in that Amica Hammer world, right? Which tells you all you need to know. She she'll drop her clothes at a drop of at a, at a you know drop of a hat. Or matter matter of fact, she'll drop her clothes if you're holding your hat. Maybe, if the money's right. Which who wouldn't, huh? We also got Fiona Richmond in this, and. I don't know her from anything else. Let's see. Oh, she was in Hardcore. Okay. Uh, she's been in several things, looks like. But the thing about her is you see her with her clothes off more than you do with her clothes on. And that's obviously why she's here. Um, we'll kind of get into the story about this. And this probably won't take very long. This will probably be a very short episode. It's it's the, uh, the auteur set up, right? The auteur. He's... Uh, Got him a house in the countryside that he's escaped to because he's got to write his Nick novel. Because the first novel just blew up and he's doing so great. Made a half a million dollars. This is in 76. That's a lot. And uh, he's out here. He's secluded and he's trying to write his next novel. So you kind of get the, the, you know, that's funny how this runs through so many movies that we love, right? The Shining obviously comes to mind. All these kind of things like that where, you know, I'm supposed to be working on, you know, the story or whatever. Except this has got that that cool, sleazy, 70s tryst to it, right? Where everybody just gets naked. I mean, it's like, you know, it, it, it really kind of shocks the system to go back and watch these movies now. Because you couldn't imagine a movie coming out and these kind of things happen in it. That happened in these movies. Like, you literally just walk up and stick your hand in a blouse of a woman, and it's like, okay, let's go. You know, that's the 70s. And now you do that, and you're, you know, that won't make it in your movie, right? Unless you're doing something that is 100% sexually driven, 50 shades or whatever. I don't know. I'm I'm getting off in the ditch here, right? Because, I don't know. It seems like the same people that would be offended by a movie like this would be the same people that would get aroused by the other movie. I'm speaking more of the female crowd here. I could be wrong. It just seems that way. And I'm, I'm just guessing because it's that machismo thing, right? Even though we're talking about a guy that writes books here. But anywho, he's out here by himself. He's got uh, a lady that comes over that... Uh, tends to him from time to time, if you know what I mean. That's the Fiona Richmond character, Suzanne. She comes over and, you know, drops the clothes off and, yeah, man, Udo, Udo's character, uh, Paul, he's he's pretty messed up because when it's time to do the deed, he's putting on rubber gloves. <laughs> no real explanation, no reason why. He just slaps on the rubber gloves don't wear anything else, just the rubber gloves. I guess as long as you feel you're protected, <laughs> whatever that may be, uh, close, Udo, close. You, you close but no cigar, if you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> so he's uh, he's got a, 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 a 
playmate that comes over from time to time and I'm just going to reveal something here, right? Okay. I don't know what it is, but I am totally attracted to a, a what, do you, what do you call it? A waist bracelet? Uh, a waist chain? It's a, it was a happening thing in the 70s where the girls would wear like a gold chain around their, their body, around their waist. I don't know. This is something I like about that. Uh, not for myself. So don't, so, so don't buy me one and send it to me because I don't, I don't know that that would work. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's that ingrained thing of, yeah, I'm just attracted to kind of the 70s look anyways for some reason. It's an age thing, I'm sure. But, uh, yeah, man, that's one of those things I'm like, oh, okay. But, uh, anywho, you know, we, we got, uh, Udo and this girl, and then there's an older lady that comes over that does, like, the shopping and puts away the, you know, maybe does the cooking. I don't know. But at the same time, he decides he needs another secretary, and he goes and picks her up, brings her in, and I love the description that he gives her of what his day is. Here's my daily routine. I wake up around 8, I have some breakfast, I start working on the work, and I'll take a break at lunch, then we have the sex, and then, you know, the afternoon is for drinking and falling asleep. I just love how nonchalant of... <laughs> this is my daily routine. After lunch, it's just that time. Uh, you either have to hand it to this guy, literally, or, you know, you kind of go, you know, this guy's really got his act together, or, you know, is this fantasy land? I don't know. I can't imagine being at work and saying, well, sorry, guys. I'll be back in about an hour. It's time for sex. <laughs> Anywho, I just love that he just throws it to, to a woman he's never met before that he thinks he hasn't met. So, um, and this lady gets there, and she's Linda, secretary. She's going to be doing all the typing while he talks, and he's just trying to come up with stuff, and he's... Writing this stuff down. I, I forget though. We got to go back to the, the the first scene with him and and Suzanne and you know they're 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 doing the thing right and you know it's it's pretty dang close to you're you're, you're getting into soft porn here. You you could almost call it porn. Um and uh, he starts having these flashbacks and it has to do with blood and. and there's a dude outside the window. It's like a ghost, and he's having all these flashes, blood on his face. And, of course, when he snaps, too, it's it's nothing. So you're getting this premonition of, you know, there's a past here, right? Which, as we said, you know, he, he committed a murder. And um, he gets the new secretary, and she's kind of obsessed with Udo's character because she even has a photo frame in her suitcase and it's a photo of him she's also got another photo and it's of this other guy and you're not exactly sure who it is but uh, she basically pulls the picture out when she's laying in the bed and uh, rubs one out I, I can't think of a better term uh, so you know you don't really see anything, but you see enough to make you go, okay, all right. Uh, it's the 70s, folks. Like I said, this director's going to be going, yeah, bring that camera in closer. Yeah, that's it. 
Um, so, and I, here's the thing about this movie. There's not a lot of pounding going on on the typewriter because there's a lot of pounding of people with people. <laughs> there's a lot of pounding going on in this movie. And Udo's interested in, in Linda, but uh, she doesn't seem to be really into him. And he just starts asking, you know, hey, are you into other girls? No, I'm not. Are you married? No, I was. He's dead. Uh-oh. That sounds familiar. Right? So, uh, but then she'll turn around, and there's one night where uh, Udo has his girl, Suzanne, come back into town. Matter of fact, she even sends Linda to go pick her up and bring her back. Linda's kind of taking her own liberties here, and she's told the older lady that comes and takes care of stuff to no longer show up. I've got it under control. She's not happy about it. She shows back up one day when she thinks the house is empty and ends up getting her throat slit. And uh, and you really don't know who or why or any of that stuff. But there's this other scene that plays into this thing that is really bizarre. I thought this was going to be a short episode. It's not. Uh, <laughs> there's a scene where... Uh, Linda, just after they do a bunch of typing, and he's he's saying these words that are very sexual, and she's, I don't know if she's getting hot and bothered or what, but she goes outside and takes a walk out in the fields, uh, and she just plops down in the middle of the field and rubs another one out. Lo and behold, she didn't notice there's a couple of guys that are, I don't know, pheasant hunting who are not far away, and they kind of see this going on. Well, they decide to, hey, there's this naked chick laying here. How about we, we rape her? I mean, <laughs> again, man, the, the 70s. Uh, it's just amazing. Uh, not in a good way all the time. Uh, <laughs> so anyways, now you got one guy holding the shotgun on her and this guy that's down there with her. And he's like, uh, so no, no, flip her over. No, do this, do that. No, oh, now hurry up. <laughs> right? And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you hear a gunshot. You hear another gunshot because it's a double barrel. And then, then you see her walking back to the house. And she's fine. She acts like nothing has happened. And you get a flash of the two guys out in the, out in the fields, and uh, they're in pretty bad shape. <laughs> Matter of fact, you believe they're dead for the most part. But uh, if they're dead or if they're not dead... I'm going to kind of leave that there because it kind of ties into some stuff later on. Um, but she comes back to the house and goes back to working and never even bats an eye, doesn't look traumatized, nothing. And uh, like I said, she won't give in to be with Paul, Udo's character. So he sends for Suzanne and even sends Linda to go pick her up. She brings her in. And then, you know, Paul and Suzanne go upstairs and do their thing. And then when Suzanne comes down afterwards, Linda makes a move on her. After she already said she wasn't interested in women, but I don't know. She looked pretty interested. And that gets pretty hot and bothered. And then Udo comes downstairs, or, or Paul, and sees this. 
and he takes Suzanne back upstairs, smacks her in the face, and then we get some more pounding. I <laughs> and uh, I don't know, man. It's 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 just a it's weird. Uh, and at one point. Udo thinks that Linda has taken off in his Rolls Royce, so he goes to chase her down. He gets in this other little car that they've got on the on the plantation there, or whatever it is. He ends up running off the road and crashing off in a little creek. She's back home. Her and Suzanne get together, and they, you know, start doing their thing in the bedroom. And then later on. While she's laying there, Suzanne or Linda gets up and she goes and gets a knife and she's going to come back and take care of Suzanne and eventually she does. And from there you get Udo coming back and then you get the story of everything that's happening here. I'm going to leave it there, right? There's not much more to figure out, really. But uh, there you go. That's pretty much all I'm going to tell you about this one. So, uh, lots of nudity, lots of sexual nudity. Uh, but I tell you what, all in all, this is still a pretty good film. Uh, I liked it. I liked it pretty dang well. So really surprised at that. I figured this would be because of all the sexual stuff going on. I thought, ah, this is gonna, it's gonna be weak, right? Does have a a nice giallo feel, uh, but you do have a a person with a plan here. So uh, I don't know. It's pretty well done. That's that's the best thing I can say about it. I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. So there you go. I'm gonna give this a solid three out of five. Uh, yeah, I like it. If you like Udo, you need to see it, for sure. Because he's, he's, he's styling in this movie. He's got it going on. And uh, like I said, every time he turns around, he's putting the rubber gloves back on and nothing else. So, uh, there you go. <laughs> it's, you know, Udo's known to get naked pretty often, too. So, But yeah, as far as the this flick itself, I think it's very enjoyable. I think it's clever. I think it's... Uh, I think we've seen it before, but I think this is probably an original version of where it actually came from. So, there you go, folks. That's it. Straw, uh, House on Straw Hill. Check it out. It's on Tubi. You can watch it for free. Let me know what you think about this one. If you got ideas for shows, let me know. All right, folks. That's it for this one. We will check you later.